I've decided that I'm going to start introducing you as my future ball and chain. Jack Harker's eyes gleamed with mirth and mischief as he helped his fiancée, Ivy Morgan, from his truck, grinning when she scorched him with a dark look. What? You don't like that? Ivy didn't know whether to laugh or punch him. Ever since getting engaged six weeks before, a Christmas gift that made both of their holidays the best ever, he'd been warming to his role of instigator. That meant he essentially got a kick out of igniting Ivy's fiery temper when it came to wedding plans. That's fine, Ivy said, blasé. If you want to refer to me as your future ball and chain, then I'll refer to you as my love bunny. You say that like it should bother me, but it doesn't. Jack paused long enough to make sure Ivy tugged on her mittens. It was cold in Shadow Lake, the last gasps of winter descending upon northern lower Michigan and readying to hold the area in a freezing fist for several weeks. And the last thing he wanted was Ivy coming down with a bug or getting a chill. If you want to tell people I'm your love bunny, I'm fine with it. Ivy eyed him for a long beat, dubious. What if I tell people you're my love slave and you do whatever I want when we're alone together? I think that will make me very popular with the ladies. Ivy scowled. You're already popular with the ladies. Ever since you proposed, I've heard whispers that Maisie Washington and Ava Moffat are going to turn up their efforts to snag you. Apparently, they didn't realize we were serious. And now they want to rescue you from my clutches. Jack snorted, genuinely amused, and tugged a hat over Ivy's dark hair. The long tresses were brown which set off her blue eyes. But streaks of pink also glinted under the muted sunlight. From the moment he saw her, he thought Ivy's hair was both odd and diverting. And yet he was drawn to her all the same. Now he loved her hair, and the woman herself. And he was looking forward to building a life with her. That was a big change for a guy who moved to town nine months before. Nothing on his mind at the time, but doing his job as a police officer and fading into the woodwork. Jack moved to Shadow Lake to get away from his past. He did that. With Ivy's help, he put away the ghosts that were haunting him. He also found his future, and even though he found it a bit smaltzy and trite, he couldn't imagine how he ever made it through a day without her. Ava Moffat and Maisie Washington don't have Anything on you, honey. Jack slipped his arm around Ivy's waist as they strode out of the parking lot. You're all that I want. Ivy cast him a sidelong look and smiled. You're all that I want, too. I know. That's why I proposed to you. Ivy let loose with a heavy sigh as she glanced down at her left hand. The mitten hid her ring, a solitary diamond that took her breath away when Jack gave it to her. But she could feel the reassuring weight there as she brushed her hand over the delightful bauble. She'd never been much for jewelry, 
But if she allowed herself a momentary girly indulgence, she was absolutely infatuated with the ring. She found herself constantly wanting to do that annoying bride thing and show it off to anyone who would look. She hated herself for turning into one of those women, but she couldn't help herself. Hey, where did your mind go? Jack snapped his fingers in front of Ivy's face to get her attention, causing her to scowl. I'm not a dog, Ivy complained, her temper flashing. I don't know. I kind of think of you as my little fox, Jack teased, refusing to let her draw him into a fight. Most people thought they argued far more than was healthy, but those individuals didn't realize that was simply how Jack and Ivy communicated. They liked to talk loudly, and then they liked to make up.